is my uncle. He choked me to death. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. So what? What's wrong with being sexy? Hello and welcome to 2021. I'm your host, Josephine Frisch. We're going to talk about all the things today, but we're going to do it nice and quiet. Yes, yeah, we right. talk about the Oscars, <laughs> the uh, snubs and the lubs, and we're going to talk about, uh, oh, The Rock and his failed coup of uh, DC Pictures, Glass Onion, see how they run. What else are we going to talk about today? We got a preview for Ari Aster's new film, Bo is Afraid. Gladiator 2 is official. What else we got here? The Banshees of Insurin, still touching my heart. Robbie and I watched the menu. We're going to talk about that. The film Cruisin' finally hits HBO Max. We're going to talk about that in our HBO Max segment. Uh, Marvel versus uh, Cinema uh, keeps the war keeps raging. The newest uh, on the front. Jeremy Renner wanted out so bad he threw himself in front of a snowplow. <laughs> Netflix's love of the 80s uh, movies and 90s coming back. My name's Joseph Frisch with me as usual today. On You're going to have to ASMR a little louder, dude. We can't even hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid you were I, like I, I, I am so regretting sending you that video 30 seconds ago before we started. <laughs> so regretting it now. Have you guys noticed the uh, ASMR video people on TikTok who simply are just rubbing their finger across the microphone? I think it's... Like, yes. yeah, you guys can't you guys can't hear it. I'm doing it to the listener though. I bet it doesn't sound good at all. It's not pleasant. It's, <laughs> it's not, not no. Pleasant I usually do that to just hear. to like make sure like see if stuff's on, like you got one finger on the mixer and you're like you just take your finger and kinda of scratch yeah. your microphone. Like, yeah, okay, there's sound yep. coming out. But we're working yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't do it repeatedly. And when you do it, everybody in the venue looks at you like, What the hell did you just do? <laughs> of course that was a poor, poor, poor joke on my part. Uh, best wishes and all the love to Jeremy Renner. Or anybody out there in any pain of all at all. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I say they go kiss my no. Hey you guys been see themselves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's true. Gladiator two official. Uh what do you guys know about it? Have you heard about it? Ridley Scott, uh, the man, the only Scott brother left alive. He's, I just uh, heard Rumor, that's a rumor. Um, <laughs> I, I just heard two. that that was a rumor. Who is is this a prequel? No, no, uh, this mid, is a, a midquel. I believe it's a his son. I believe it's Russell Crowe's son. Maybe, maybe it's a Joaqu- Maybe it's the the boy, the son of Joaquin. Maybe Joaquin himself comes back. I don't know. I know nothing about it. Here, here, I'm looking. Oh no, they're redirecting me in 14 seconds. I gotta see the mm. consideration for decision to leave. Now, I do well, know that our uh, our friend uh, Nick Cave, the great songwriter and uh, scriptwriter and performer, uh, wrote long time ago was commissioned and wrote a sequel, uh, Gladiator 2, starring Russell Crowe in the afterlife, uh, <laughs> doing. Uh, work doing. He was a mercenary essentially for, for mythical gods. 
Lucius, which sounds kind of, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, it sounds kind of fun. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Lucius, the little boy that lives, is now going to pick up and run, you know, everything. He was the nephew of Joaquin. Ah, uh, uh, yes. So he is now the leader. I don't know why we would need this story. <laughs> now, will they go to, will he be a Spaniard this time? <laughs> Even though there was no Spaniards at that time, uh, right? There's no no Spain, right? Yeah, yeah much um, like uh, much like Sean Connery plays the Spaniard in the movie Highlander, even though he's clearly from Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he, I don't know, man. He, he does a pretty convincing uh, Russian submarine captain too with a <laughs> Scottish accent. I don't understand why they stuck to the script of like he's a Spaniard. No, it's clearly not. Yeah, um, I I don't know. Uh, it, like, let me see. This is still, this is that's August. okay. I don't. I just I just yeah. thought of your guy's opinion in general. Uh, my like people thought it, that it doesn't uh, need to be made. People <laughs> thought what, that no. Opinion. They're yeah, like I think one gladiator was probably enough for me. I hadn't heard of it. I listened to you guys describe yeah. it. I mean, I'll watch it uh, on my phone. Watch if you um, want to watch a gladiator that's better. Watch the Northman. Yeah, but I will say this, Shark. It's like big budget, big Hollywood. You know, oh, I'll watch it. Yeah, like I'll watch it. it it's Ridley Scott needs to be fought. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. Sure. I remember leaving the movie the day it came out. I walked out. I said, "Man, that was really good. That was really fun." And then it won Oscar for Best Picture. I'm like, it really didn't deserve that. Um, no. I remember. And I love the movie. I do. People, I love uh, that movie. I'm I wa- telling you I guys, been sleeping it. on chips, talking about remakes. <laughs> Jesus, I've seen I'm not chips, kidding you. I barely got through it. I, once. Oh, dude, I watched it again yesterday. <laughs> I, I think, and I am not, I am not a huge Dax Shepard guy, but I think, I think he really kind of hit his his oh his arc this is, on this one, man. This is I think wow. he's our show. Is you got Eastwood over there who's watching like <laughs> Korean stabby films. Uh, ancient Italian horror slasher films. I'm like, whatever is the biggest, you know, mainstream we're all supposed to be watching. And Shark is like, I don't know, man. I'm going back watching Dukes of Hazard for the 12th time, man. Tony's yeah, gold. It's good. It's good, baby. <laughs> Nostalgia. So well you should watch The Ringer. Johnny Knoxville, The Ringer's great. They don't make it. Oh, it is. Anymore. I mean, it's, it, it didn't hold up. I mean, it's, it's, it's age like cottage cheese, but. Contextually, it was a funny film. <laughs> you guys just hey, everybody needs to laugh more. You guys like laughing, so do I. I love sure. a good, stupid screwball comedy. That that's definitely my yeah. That's the top of my heap. You know, if you give me my choice, what do you get? A, what's your desert island? Yeah, give me give me stupid comedies. Uh, well, you would not like uh, the banshees of Insurance. <laughs> Have you watched last night the Golden Globes? I mean, did it? A lot. Did it? Okay. Like, I don't know did if it you won much? I think it won sure. like a few things, but it was up for every award in some. Have way you not watched it? Have you not? Did watched you say it? Ed Sheeran? The, you talking no, about the I little singer guy? No, 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 no. It's, <laughs> no. That's I, what Samantha. When I said I wanted to watch it, she goes, "I hate Ed Sheeran. I'm not watching anything." Yeah, I'm with her. And I said, "No, no, no. It's not Ed Sheeran." I said it again. She's like, "Oh, I'll watch that." Yeah, so who is by, it then? Uh, what's his name? Michael McDowell. He, uh, he directed uh, In Bruges, and uh, what was his other big movie? I'm blanking on right now. I I really enjoyed it so much. I watched it again, and the second time yeah. I watched it, <clears throat> I really picked up 
on a whole lot of things I did, a lot of subtlety that I did not pick up on before that I think is the actual theme of the movie. I watched it before and just enjoyed it for the quirky and weird and dark nature of it. Yeah. And upon second watching, I I start understanding like, oh, this is about some deep-seated Irish thing that I, I have no awareness of you know right <laughs> no and um, by the way Shark, Irish i culture. really think you would like this movie and i'm not kidding because if i it's get this beautiful. right eastwood will correct me there's a little island off the coast of ireland that these so people far. are on yep. and they and, can, and they're watching like the end it's like the end of the irish civil war is taking place yes right and they're yep. watching it from this distance yep. and then Dealing with these interpersonal struggles, like two be- two friends who've been best friends forever, one of them just decides we're not friends anymore and ends yeah. it. And then mm-hmm. that conflict which seems to be, is like which this, seems, I think that seems to be the, the conflict in Ireland. A little bit playing back it, and forth. It Am seems I to Mearshar or Eastwood. Uh, so not like, to go. isn't their little conflict a personal, like a reflection of the Irish conflict? Larger? It is, but not not necessarily. You couldn't say one was the other necessarily. I don't think. Not that I am necessarily. Right. You know, not that I'm a uh, well informed about it. However, it is it is about. Uh, they never really talk about it. You see, and hear. I don't want to say fireworks. But you you hear what's going on across the ocean. Like they 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 will watch it and comment and say, ah, yeah, they're still fighting over there. They yeah, they're still right. fighting today. Yep. Yeah, I heard some more gunshots this morning. They're still fighting. Like it's very uh, you know the biggest the closest they get to it is at one point somebody wants to go over there because they're paying so much money to pick up bodies i think or something oh boy and he and he says like well well whose bodies are you picking up which side and the guy says for that much money i don't care what side it is right. <laughs> essentially to him uh, but though the, the the really what the movie is about is about a, a man's shame in wanting to do something with his life Okay. And ev- and everyone else shaming him without ever thinking they're shaming him for wanting to do something with his life. Okay, so can I ask one question that will I don't think will r- r- ruin anything cuz I am going to watch this. You know I'm a huge fan of okay. this too. Who's the one yeah. who decides And the director. To- I kept I kept saying that's when I realized you couldn't hear me. And it's the same director as this in Bruges as oh, well. Oh, okay. Um and writer. Yeah. So who's the one who ends the friendship? Uh, it's Gleason. Okay, okay. I'm just curious. Like, yeah. I don't know why that matters to me in some way, but because I was telling Shark, Gleason is one of my favorite actors. If he's in something, I go out he of my way is, to watch it. You can tell the way they set up the very first little bit of the movie. Like, these guys have do this every day, and he goes to get his buddy to go to the pub, and Gleason doesn't come out. And he's like, what's the matter with, you know, why aren't you coming to the pub? Everybody talks so uh, great in it, so, so charmingly. Um, he won't tell him why, and then he just tells him he's dull, and he won't explain to him. He finally says, it's because you're dull. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, I, and, uh, and and because I don't want to be around dull people anymore, and I, I want to do something with my life. I don't want to spend my time listening to your dull uh, freaking. They say freaking. You're, you're, I don't want to hear your dull freaking stories all day long. I want to write songs so I can be remembered. Yeah. Uh, essentially... 
And then the few, and then it becomes like a thing that gets really dark as the yeah. movie goes on. Right. Um, I, re- I was, yeah, I liked it. The more I watched it, the the more I liked it. So now I feel silly for asking you that question because I'm looking at the movie poster and it's very clear. Because <laughs> the movie poster is like they're looking over at the war, and Gleason mm-hmm. is staring straight at it. Then there's a dog between them and a little distance, and then Colin Farrell is staring at Gleason. So you can tell who's yeah. who's walked away and who has it. I just feel dumb now. Yes. yes, and he's such he is kind of a dull dummy, and he just does not get why he won't leave him alone or why he doesn't want to talk right. to him anymore. And keep in mind, it's a village of like fifteen people. Right, right. <laughs> so it's yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, see, I can tell Rob, uh, hey, you by let the... Simon Pegg watch that movie, and I, or make that movie, and I'd watch it. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, I'm no, gonna, he I would, it, it would ruin it. Forget. Have you guys ever heard the by story? The way, Simon Pegg doesn't, by the way, Simon Pegg doesn't ever make any of his good movies. He's always in an Edgar Wright movie. Well, that's to say that right. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, so let Edgar Wright guys... move it and do the do the peg. And, and, there you go. And I'll watch and, Edgar Wright. Yeah, I'll watch Edgar Wright's right. version for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Have you guys ever heard the story of Clooney um, doing the character of Ulysses in uh, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Have you ever heard how he yes. got into oh, the yeah. character? I didn't know that oh, no, Sam no. was telling me this, that he he got the script, and he loved it. And he kept trying to read it with an accent, you know, and he couldn't get it. So he sent it to his uncle in Kentucky. And his uncle sent him back a recording of him reading the entire script. Wow. And so he opens it by saying, we wouldn't use all these curse words. And then proceeds to edit every curse word that the Coen ah. brothers put in for Ulysses to say. Okay. So then they get back and they start doing the scenes, and Clooney is doing his uncle's voice, and they stop him and they're like, "Okay, the voice is great, but you're not reading the lines right. You're cutting out the f bombs and this and this and that." He tells them the reason why and everything. They both mm-hmm. say. Okay, let's go with it. And so to this day, Clooney tells this story and says this is the only time in American cinema history that someone rewrote the script for the Coen brothers and it was accepted. But that's how we got (laughs) the character of that all the curse words taken out and his cadence and his rhythms and everything is just how his uncle Well, I wonder who Daniel Craig sent to tape two for his... Wonderful performance in Glass Onion. Because hey, was, he's really was, shooting for the rafters in I, that I, I one. You are buffoon, sir. It was where way better. There's an episode from. of The Office <laughs> where Michael brings in a murder mystery set in the South, and they have to play it. And Andy Bernard starts explaining the various um, accents. And he was saying, mm-hmm. when you get down around Mississippi and, and New Orleans, Louisiana, you got to have molasses in your mouth. <laughs> and I think Daniel Craig went, I'm going to put molasses in my mouth and I'm put a put little Alpacino in, in it. It was worse than the first one. Just a little bit of owl. <laughs> Way now worse than the first oh, one. Of course it was you, Bob. It was in front of me the whole time. <laughs> He's like in the voice hall of fame now. Yeah. For, for, for that for those movies. Yes. If only if only he and Hanks could have got together this year. 
and made a movie <laughs> together with a, my boy, oh, my boy, you and I are the same, same my boy. <laughs> we are not the same, sir. I beg to differ. <laughs> I'm from. I'm a real southern gentleman. You are an intruder from uh, Sweden or somewhere. You're I cannot tell with your fake accent. <laughs> you are a buffoon, sir. Call yourself a general. Hey, did <laughs> you guys, he last night, Eddie Murphy got the C, uh, Cecil B. DeVille Award um, at the Golden Globes. Did you see his three-piece didn't advice de- for all actors? Didn't um, deserve that, but yes, I did. His advice, Shark, did you see it? It was perfect. No. Advice one, piece one, pay your taxes. Number two, <laughs> mind your business. And number three, keep Will Smith's wife's name out your effing oh. mouth. And he screamed it with the F-bomb and everything. That was his. That was That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. Awesome? Just because he did that, I think he deserved it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Shark got the F-bomb. Yep. <laughs> I'll cut it all out. Um, yeah. No, I just thought, I, I watched, it's funny because I used to watch the Golden Globes religiously. I love those. I, I always want to see what's winning and so on. And Kentucky was playing last night, which was, oh, my God, Shark, let's never discuss it. Um, but I started flipping into Sporting it from time ball. to time. And then before I went to bed, I turned it on and watched some, and I watched some this morning. So um, the biggest – What was Jared Michael? What did Jared Michael have to say about Tom Cruise and Scientology? Did he talk about that? I just saw his opening monologue, which he made every white I, I person know. incredibly uncomfortable. I said, well, that's good. good. I saw a, uh, I, yeah, I saw I mean, a headline. You see white people squirming he... in their seats. Nice. Mm. Yeah, um, but I didn't know. Speaking did he actually of... say something about Scientology? I saw a headline. I did not read oh, okay. it. I was, okay. Uh, I was by too, the way, I, uh, I don't know if we'll get into the Golden Globes, and I just have to say this because I think I'm the only person who saw Wakanda forever in the group. Mm-hmm. No, well, I, th- mm-hmm. I thought you meant like anywhere. No, yeah. Anywhere in the I world. <laughs> love Angela Bassett. I think she's an incredible actress, and I mean that. What's love got to do? Always with it? Loved, incredible. Always loved. Um, yes. Always loved Angela a Bassett. Season of you want to see Angela Bassett? Go for it. Watch a movie called Waiting X. Ex- Waiting to Exhale. Oh no! no. It sounds um, like a, a, a some romance, whatever. Yeah, movie. No, no, no. Watch it like, for her performance. There's Go a ahead. season of American Horror Story where she plays yes. the voodoo queen. Oh, why can't I remember her name? I've been to her grave there in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I she can't plays, think of her. She's Okay, she won a Golden Globe last night for playing the mom in Wakanda Forever. Oh, oh, okay. dear. She didn't deserve it. Okay, like, I'm sorry. Like, I uh, love Angela Bassett. Well, maybe it's one of those, like, Scorsese deserved it for something else that gave it to him for Departed. Well, that the Departed is not that great of a movie. She's deserved so many awards for so long and been denied. Could I, be. can, I can accept yeah. that because she... She's got one of those unfortunate things that she's so attractive that I think people don't take her seriously. And she's an incredible True. actress. I mean, she really is a good actress. So, uh, but that was my Golden Globe bit for the day. Nice. I. Uh, but yeah, I uh, was joking earlier about uh, was this, is the Inspector Blanc? Is that his name or is he Detective Blanc? Uh, yeah. Does he Ooh, actually work good... for someone? Detective. Oh, if he's good. a detective. Detective. I think he's private. He's a detective de- private detective. Because he's a private detective. He doesn't <coughs> work for anyone. You're uh, talking necessarily. about Daniel Craig, right? Uh, who? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> yes. The, the, no, the new Knives the Out he's sequel. Benoit Blanc. <laughs> yes. Uh, World um, famous detective. Benoit, that's right. Detective Benoit, Benoit Blanc. Blanc. 
Now, isn't it great in all these detective uh, stories, uh, past and present, that the detective is always world-renowned? Right? Absolutely. Everybody Tell me them. right now, top of your head, who's the leading detective right now? Yeah, oh, right. yeah I don't. Um, I think other than the Rustin Pinkertons. Cole, um, <laughs> detective Marty Hart. I think, I think <laughs> Shark had a real answer <laughs> compared to our true detective. No, I said, no, I said I was, other than the Pinkertons, I don't know that there ever actually has been something like that. Yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and Pinkertons yeah. I was say the guy from Homicide Hunter, private, but I can't even army. remember his name. And he was just a, he was a homicide detective. I can't even think of his name. So I'm actually yeah, I just, I like that uh, real world famous detectives. <laughs> no, it would be the guy from question. Homicide Hunter, I think. He okay. really has like so there's, solved there's a bunch old of ones. I mean, like, like okay. I mean, like well, you know, when you had the, the, the police, what's here. his name that killed uh, that killed that got Capone? Uh, what's his oh, name? Wait like, a minute. No, no, no. Oh, Elliot Ness. Elliot Ness, like he's kind of famous. Okay, I guess. guess who gets on the list? Dave, he was back in the day. Dave Toshi. For being involved right. in the Zodiac Killer stuff. Well, I was going to say, don't you think ah. this is a lot more like trial of the century? So whatever, whatever you know, hot cases in the headlines, and whoever's working that case is getting the notoriety at that particular time. But it's not right. like could be, you know, this one detective travels from place to place solving, you know, all the high level crimes for everybody. You know, um, you know, it's, lo see, it's local talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm seeing that's one, what the it number seems to, one ow. is kind of interesting. Raymond Schindler. Uh, born in, I don't know, New York town, Milwaukee, California. He solved crimes in San Francisco, but, uh, <laughs> Canada. Uh, yeah, this is it. So, so even, I mean, yeah, this even is, with this, uh, even with this impressive list that you have put together of Mr. Schindler. Yeah, none of them we got. No. None of them. Nobody knows those people's right. names. They're they're not world famous by by oh, any oh all of these things. I, Shark. I'm sorry. They're, they're like oh, oh, Shark. Oh, Do it's you know Detective who the first Long. One that comes up on a list is I just saw Ooh. list of famous detectives. The very first one they put up is Alan Pinkerton. Yeah, well, right. there you go. Yeah, but that, <laughs> so and that's I marketing. To throw that out there. Yeah, it's marketing. I'm, they, I'm not surprised that America thought it was Sherlock Holmes. And that was a real person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sherlock, of course. Yeah, but you're right. All these people, when they hear this, like, oh, of course, it's Benoit, Benoit Blanc. I mean, my God, I've been yeah, wanting to meet him goes, my whole life. I've never wanted to meet him. And a it goes back ever. to uh, well, no. <laughs> so think about it, it think goes about back to Sherlock because. People always knew who Sherlock was. He yep. was in the papers. You know, I, yep. it has to go back to that. I'm assuming. Yep. Go ahead. Sean. Well, think about the that, think about yeah, the Edgar premise Allen here. Poe actually creates the first detective stories with Dauphine. Dauphine Speaking is the of first the real pale one. blue so, eye. Anyway, but yes, yes, that's true. I, I, I've heard that. Don't remember the story though. Sorry. Go ahead, Shark. Huh? Did we lose Shark? No, no, Shark here. for a second. No, no, no. What the hell? There's gremlins around here. So uh, yeah, there are. There are. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Eastwood, did you like Glass Onion? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, okay, great me fun. Too. Great me fun. Too. I had so much fun watching it. I thought it's it was so better fun. than the first one, and I, I love the first one. I, I, Shark, I thought it was better acted, Netflix. better plot. It's fun all to of watch. it. I've seen it. it yeah. Have you watched? Yeah, yeah. I've been through it. Did you like it? Well, that's what I was you saying. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. Is uh, that uh, the accent this time around was mm -hmm. not nearly as as uh, 
jarring. Uh, the, the, the first, right? Yeah, the first movie it almost yeah. like took oh me out of it. God. You know what I mean? Shark this time, so, you, I, maybe you I was just more used me. to it or what? Ad living. I literally thought you were just ad living when you said that. I love. No shit. Thank you. it does sound. Honestly, sounds like a shark ad lib. Yeah, because shark does that a lot of times. You're like, well, there's notes. Um, so anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I yeah, like I thoroughly you. enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I am a Ryan Johnson fan. Um, I, I pretty much like whatever he does, uh, including the Last Jedi. You know, I'm on record as saying yes. it's my favorite of all those last uh, Star Wars trilogy. Um, I wish they'd give him some more. Okay, no, can I, don't, I ask actually. real quick? But, what did you two uh-huh. think? Joe already knows this from me. What did you guys think of Kate Hudson's performance in the movie? I, I thought Sharp. it was I thought it was appropriate for her. I, I think she played that character well. Um, Thank you. I guess. Yeah. I thought she yeah. killed. I mean, I don't I, I don't I have told, anything negative to say. No, it didn't told, jump out. It just Eastwood, oh no. You know, I was glad to see her in something. Me. Yes. It, yeah. Where she wasn't playing some version of Penny Lane. Yes. Um, yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I thought she played a vapid socialite so <laughs> damn well. Yeah. She yeah. made me laugh so much because halfway through the movie, I was like, "Oh my gosh, she really is this dumb." Like this isn't an act. She's really <laughs> yeah. this dumb. Well, um, it, you know the thing is, is I think in this movie. You know, I'm, you're much more drawn to Craig's character than anybody else. Absolutely. Uh, you know, in the first movie, you know, I felt much more like, you know, I was down. I felt, I guess, I felt like I was from the girl's perspective. I can't remember. Yes. Remember what her name I, yeah. Was. yeah. 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 But 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 the detective was kind of more collateral. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, how? What's he doing here? Yeah. How does he fit in? It was more out of place. Yeah. Out so of place. Yeah. that's so a good I don't, way to say it, Shark. He felt very when he got involved. It felt like it was a monkey wrench in everything. It, yes. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like what's you know. Um, so I felt this one was a little. I mean, this one was way less contrived once you figured out how he got there and all that sort of stuff. Yes. You know what I mean, it's like okay, that makes well, that makes good sense. Um, but yeah. I guess what I'm getting at is is that because of the fact that you're wrapped up in him. I don't. I don't think I soaked up her performance to the same degree that you did. Where I'm, it would just blew me away. But I certainly okay. it didn't take me out of anything. I didn't have anything negative to say about it. I thought. Right. I thought that, you know, it was kind of an unremarkable character, I guess, compared to. Well, and you I know, think that's why I like. Well, it yeah, so much the other lead, she... the other lead lady is great, but yes. the, all the background, every character had enough uh, panache and enough substance to them that. They were enjoyable, even that's if right. they weren't that's an, right. a likable character. Yeah. That's right, and that's what that's what a good filmmaker and good well a good storyteller and good writer does is give every single character their own perspective. And when everybody else is talking in that scene and that character saying nothing, the right a good writer knows what that character is saying inside their head as the other characters are saying the things that they're saying. And yeah. I have all faith in Ryan Johnson. He knows when he writes characters, they're interesting. They're uh, they're live. They jump off the screen and and uh, or someone you know, someone you can say, oh, that's so and so. That's uh, that's Elon Musk, or that's even though it's not, they're their own person. But you you understand the allegory he's draw he's drawing yeah. there. Yeah. By uh, the way, yeah, and that's that's why I loved it. Shark, there's a or Shark Andy. So there's a detail I wanted you guys to know that I saw the other day on TikTok. So you know how the Edward Norton character is full of crap throughout the whole thing, and it just—it depends on when yeah. you figure it out. I kept figuring out why he kept using these words that don't exist. That and didn't matter. Yes, yeah, it right. didn't exist. But yeah. They said the first time you go into his house, 
there's a Matisse painting hanging there, and it's upside down. It's up, upside down. And it shows that he has no clue. He doesn't even know what the hell's going on. I did not catch that this Matisse painting was upside down. <laughs> I didn't either. But that's great I, detail. I that is such great detail. I just, you know? I just guessed when you said it. No, I was like, oh, yeah. it's going to be wrong. Yeah, the painting's upside down. Right. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Rob uh, leads me to the next one. I don't, Jeff, I don't think you watched this one. Sure. It's on uh, HBO Max. Rob, HBO Max. It's on HBO Max. HBO Max. Uh, can't get rid of Netflix for a while. Get on HBO Max. There's levels. Um, it just hit it on the newly added section. We watched a movie which has a lot of parallels to Glass Onion. It if does. you think about it. It does. Very, a lot. Yes. And you can see how one film is executed um, almost perfectly and how one is executed not so yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely right. Um, so, um, uh, so yeah, it's uh, what did you think of the menu being a you're not a, I don't want to call you a newbie. You've seen horror movies. Yeah. But I'm always trying to get you guys to expand your palate just a little bit into the realm of the weird and the horror. Okay, so uh, and I, this is one of those palatable see, horror movies like because horror. it's horror to me when it gets no. supernatural is what bothers me. There's something weird about it that ah, goes yes, back yes, to yes. my childhood and haunts me. <laughs> but like serial killers, seven, you know, all the, I, I, there's movies I watch. I tell people they're like, you can watch that, but you can't watch Jason. And I'm like, no, I can't. But um, uh, okay, so here's the thing: I don't understand how a movie movies. had so much potential. And at times was so impeccable, only to yeah. two minutes later fall flat on its face. And it, and it happened yeah, it was, over and uh, over for uh, an hour and thirty-five minutes. <laughs> Am I yeah, really, it really did. How you felt? Yeah, I did not. Uh, there were parts of it that I thought uh, it was it was stylized and it, yeah. it, it looked cool, and I didn't even some most of the time I didn't even mind the performances of people um i don't know why they went out of their way to make you kind of hate everyone except for one person yes uh, i guess what i'm saying is no one had they tried to give all these characters life but i don't think they had any idea what these characters were outside of what they said in no. the script and you know and you know how um, i can tell you it really bothered me is because when I was a young whippersnapper watching HBO comedy hours, there was a young man who I absolutely fell in love with as a child, and I have followed his career religiously. His name's John Leguizamo. And that man is Bill Cosby. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> I thought you were talking shit about no. John Leguizamo. I was like, he's never done anything bad. Um, <laughs> no, I was, I was happy when I saw Johnny Legs in yeah. it. I was so like, hey, I, Johnny Legs. I love All right. John Leguizamo. I, anytime I can find him in something, I'm so excited to see it. And mm -hmm. not even he could give life to that character. That told me a lot. You know what I mean? Like, Because he could bring just yeah. about damn near anything to life. And it was flat and stilted. And I'll tell you, the worst part of it all is... I don't know what the choice was. Maybe I don't know. But you know the business, the young businessmen? Were they actors? Mm -hmm. Because they couldn't act. And did they well, just yeah, get actually, people well, off if the you... street? Or... <laughs> God, they were awful. <laughs> they were awful. Well, the, one, the, only, the only one I recognized um, is the guy from Succession. He's, one uh, of them was from Succession? He's, yeah, the Asian guy. He's from the startup that 
uh, screws over Kindle. Oh, like the very early first on, season. early on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that's it. The guy wow. that directed it is a Succession writer. I believe he's. Okay. Well, I believe he's directed some Succession episodes. Yeah. One of my problems with it was, uh, you're right, tonally all over the place. Just people not not the best. Um, the premise kind of fell flat after. And it had 35, potential. 40, it had potential. 40 minutes. Yes. It had great potential. And then once you got there and anything happened, people were just like, um, okay, well, I guess I'll just stay. Um, okay, well, yeah. all right. And, and like I said, it was designed for you to hate everybody there. So you would, you know, well, you'll... Shark, deserve shark it. to pull you into this. I don't, it's a I don't super like that. famous restaurant. It's I don't know if Island. I want to be pulled into this. No, no, no. It, it, so, <laughs> there, no, listen to I'm what I'm doing perfectly fine here on my own, Rob. No, I, yeah, nobody, nobody's poking me. I didn't bother anybody. So rich, awful it's people who are clueless to the world and have, in different ways, shit on workers and people like this from the yes. restaurant field you are basically just said called rich into people. a tone. They called into a tone for their actions, and it's going to be everybody's going to die. Like that's made clear very early on. That has yeah, so no much potential. Right. It never, it never gets out of that. Like I'll give you the one that bothered me so much is, and this is the tonal. You use the word Eastwood. Thank you, because I haven't been able to wrap my mind around my problem with it. And you said tonal, and now I have it. The guy <laughs> who plays um, Beast in the X Men movies that are so good. The kid he dated yes. uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. His character yep. is. Super absurd by the end. Yeah. And I wish well, every character... He was super absurd from the first time he opened right, his but mouth. But I mean, once it gets I, to we find out what's really going on, and he that he knows he's signing mm-hmm. up to be killed, and is yes, okay with yes. it, and can't wait to get there and eat the food before he dies. Had yeah. every character what? had that absurdity... I would have loved it. Okay. But it if, okay, if everyone like would have been along really that line. serious, like, you know, no, this yeah. one over here is, I, I can't remember. What was the old man because he slept with prostitutes? It'd been like if you tried to put a message in the ringer, right? It's like, just he, let this movie be. I mean, I don't yeah. need a, the more you know at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, I would say a, a the old man's the old man's problem was he was ultra rich. He came there twelve times a year, even though it was the hardest restaurant to get into into the world, and he slept with prostitutes all the time. Yeah, a that prostitute. Was his, that was his, that was his yeah, which happened to be there that very night. Yes. Oh, what a coincidence! Yeah, and I mean, like it just there. There's just so so much potential that could have been there because yeah. even the chef who uh, has, has created the menu to kill them all, he admits he's guilty of these sins. He needs to be killed too. Mm-hmm. It had potential. It, had it potential. has a lot of potential. I don't. I can't even tell you what made it fall apart. And but the third act really bothered the third me. Third the time falls they. Apart, but, and I'm going to tell you right yeah. now because of the tonal. I'm sorry. I'm going to use that word because it totally works for me now. <laughs> The cheeseburger scene falls flat because of the tonal problems. That cheeseburger it scene does. could have been perfect. That it could it have been, been perfect. It would have been good. It yep. could have been iconic, yep. and it, it didn't. Yep. So yeah, yep. I was. I think I honestly, Rob, I honestly, the way it was crammed in there, it really feels like a rewrite, like a reshoot. The type of thing. Like thing. We gotta, yeah. we gotta have a connection to him. Have a, have a flashback right. somewhere because the flashbacks felt very out of place. I thought. Yes. All right. Uh, well, what else we got? Oh, hey, uh, have did now? I know Shark. You watched it, uh, Rob. Did you watch the Ari Aster trailer for the new Ari Aster movie uh, called <laughs> "Bo Is Afraid"? Did you watch this thing, Rob? Bo this is, is this afraid. is one of these deals where like, so he sends it to me, and I'm like. 
Oh yeah, what else is he? You know, he's like he's a real famous director. What else has he done? He lists off eight or ten. It's like I haven't heard of any of these. Two, it's okay. like it's still it's like cool. Oh, I'm checking him out. Michael Gandolfini, Amy Ryan, Parker Posey, Nathan Lane. This has a cast that. Look up, be... watch the trailer right now, Rob. Let's put the trailer on. If it doesn't sound bad, I'll cut it out, and we'll talk okay. about it afterwards. Here it's or we can talk I through it. So and I'll... For what your daddy passed down it's to the you. Joker himself. His CGI is horrible, but okay. The greatest <laughs> gift of my life. Well, it's A24. So. Yeah. I'm visiting my mother yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Hi, Karen. It's Mom. Anderson, I'm just calling to say that I'm so, so, so excited to That's see what you I was tomorrow. bothered by that. Angel, and I love you. Okay. I love you. Okay, buddy. Really short. I love you. Just watch it. Are you at the airport? I'm on my way. I just... It's not safe, is it? What do you think I should do? I'm sure you'll do the right thing, sweetheart. say Eastwood shark (laughs) (laughs) you remember how we used to make funny or make fun of Netflix had so much money they were just giving people money to anything they wanted is A24 just hit that period now let's just just stop anything no, because they still have a very limited budget. Okay, well, this uh, movie looked like it's not going to be. It is wasn't is cheap. that why it went animated halfway through? <laughs> or bad <laughs> animated? <laughs> well, I think there's a reason for that bad animation, though. Trust me, Ari Aster is such a good director; it wouldn't be, it wouldn't look like that unless he wanted it to. What right, do you think the right. budget was uh, for that movie? Twenty-four mil, maybe Ari. They love Ari, so maybe thirty-five. Okay, tops. you are wrong. Maybe. Maybe 40? You 48. are wrong. Really? What's it? What is it? 60 68? million is the bottom. 60. It actually had more, wow. but they're saying 60 million is the low end. That's wow. wild for A24. <laughs> they love Ari, man. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a movie. Dude, have you seen his last two movies? I saw Midsummer, or however you pronounce it. 
Yeah. Uh, what's your t- what's your take on? Mid- it's a little long. Midsummer's not my favorite. But no, it's, I it's I thought Midsummer. It's impactful though. Yeah, I guess overall. I watched it because I'm really in love with Florence Pugh at the moment, so I went back and watched it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got to be honest with you. I, I probably should watch it multiple times. Like a good novel that's complex, you need multiple readings. But I feel yeah. like based on that movie, Midsummer, and this trailer, I feel like this guy, wow, I feel bad because I, I can tell you really like him. <laughs> I feel. Like I don't love him as a, much as a lot of people. I feel like this guy is like- really what I call a masturbatory artist. Um, he's really, oh, really? to please himself and get himself off. And I don't really think he cares no. about anybody else. <laughs> oh, I don't think so at all, Rob. Really? I think he is, wow. he is in it to only, he is in it to only get off cinema nerds. Oh, really? I think he cares about getting oh, yeah. himself off, but okay. No, okay. he's, it's, if you know how he's setting up and also storytelling through cinema, if you, if you know how he's setting up a story, like Midsommar, for example. Midsommar, that's how we uh, pronounce I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, it's not my favorite movie. I think it's way too long. And I don't love him as much as a lot of people. A lot of people yeah. think he's the new, he's the greatest thing ever. Um, but I like him. He's, he knows how to, he knows his cinema. And he's doing things very purposefully uh, for cinema. Hey, for wait story. a minute, wait a minute. Hereditary. Why do I feel like I watched that? Hereditary is a very disturbing movie. That's his first movie. It's the first feature he ever made, and it's one of the most disturbing movies. Uh, oh, uh, I watched this because I like Tony Collette. I watched yes, it because I like Tony, Tony Collette. Collette. That's why some yeah. of this stuff looks familiar, like his fake scene, yeah. fake settings, and stuff like this. Okay, okay yes, okay, okay. he like he likes to put things in like fairy tale, like oh, we're inside of a dollhouse. Right, right. Uh, Did that, was, that was the trick with that. Yeah. Was in her, yeah. Okay. Um, the, of course, the famous scene with the little girl from the movie is what most people remember <laughs> from that movie. Well, so I'm noticing uh, here that he his first films are short film, short film, short film, short film, short film, yeah. short film, short film, hereditary. How are you saying it? Midsommar? Midsommar, I believe. Midsommar, and then, okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's it? Like, he's only had two movies, and people, I'll tell you who loves, you know who loves him. Scorsese. Scorsese. Scorsese has a big old uh, bonus. Yeah, because this this is the most anti-Marvel movies I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, like, like, yeah, Scorsese once said that he feels okay about cinema because Ari Aster... He said that, uh, yeah, I think Midsommar was like his favorite movie that year. Okay. Uh, which I disagree highly with. Uh, so I'll overrated. be honest with you. But this still is good. one of those things I would sit down and watch like at home. Like you know, I can see me going, you know okay, I'm going to turn this on. Okay. Yeah, uh, for sure. Oh, I'm not going to theater to see it. for. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, now, I am bothered by him for one reason. Okay. A lot of people, I've made this joke before on this, on this show, everyone considers his horror movies... Elevated horror. Elevated which horror. Okay. Which that means that's horror you watch when you're in a plane. <laughs> no, that's a real that's a real term. No, and that's they consider him like the height of elevated horror. I don't I don't think there is such a thing as ele- horror's horror. You, you know can what? say it's elevated if you want to, but like what uh, just Eastwood, just own it if that's I what you are. Hearing you say this because. English nerds get in arguments over high modernism and modernism. 
Yeah. No, I'm serious. So like T.S. Eliot, James Joyce, that's high modernism. But then like Carl Sandburg is just modernism because he didn't write. You know what I mean? Like, and everybody's like, yeah. it's modernism. Well, I'll tell for you, God's sakes, let's just go with it. <laughs> whichever one invented my cold brew coffee machine, that's the one that's more modern for me. I'm sticking sticking with that guy. Hey, you know what? I watched something. Samantha made me watch something that she believed I would truly love, and she was right. I'm, okay, I'm almost got? five years behind the curve. I watched the <laughs> miniseries Sharp Objects. Oh, yeah. And it mm-hmm. was fantastic. It's not that old. 2018. It is very good. 2018. Yeah, it's very good. Amy oh, Adams I guess it is old now. Yeah. Yes. Amy Adams once again proves she is an incredible talent. Wow. Yeah, I like a, that show. Um, rural, uh, set in rural Missouri. Oh, it was just perfect. It was Southern mm-hmm. Gothic. Brought right back in. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. So anyway, it has been a while. I, I it filled a it, it filled a small uh, um, true detective hole yes. I had there for a while when I watched it. Which, very by close the way, on. I'm making Sam watch the first season of True Detective. We're five episodes in. Oh, nice. Yes, yes. Take it slow. Oh boy. Hey, uh, Rob, I sent you a. I don't usually do this, but I sent I sent you an article. Yes, I thought you did. we needed to talk about. Yes, you did. Looking if there's anything else we need to talk about today. Nah, not really. Yeah, I can't think of any uh, other big pop culture stuff that I'm. Um, I did see where I'm going to say this because I'm yelling at myself. I've been wanting to watch The Bear <laughs> forever, and I yeah. put it off. And last night, the kid won Best Actor for um, The Bear. People love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch it. And the, the episodes, when you take out commercials, they're like 22 minutes long. So you can watch the whole season in like three and a half hours. You so, know, I didn't want to... I'm not going to... I didn't watch it, and I don't want to watch it because I worked in restaurants for I a long time. I just thought of that. You probably... It's probably going to be too close that, to home. <laughs> I know those... I know the BS story. I, I could tell you... I could write down an envelope... What the fuck story is going to be in Bear? Right. Uh, and I guarantee you, it. I've seen it come. I've seen it happen because I worked in restaurants for a long time, and the people come there and yell, oh "My God, they got their spark back uh, for cooking!" But guess what? Uh, in the real world, their spark diminishes after about a year and a half, yeah. and they realize it's just another S job like every other job in yeah. the world. Well, and I mean, and I, I don't care bring, who you. I hate bring, to bring the menu go ahead. back up, and isn't that what happened to our wonderful chef? After all the yeah, BS he, was he had to put up with, the money, the people, everything, yeah, he's yeah. completely lost any passion to cook, no matter how incredible his It's talent. true. He's almost like a politician. He's had to yep. sell himself out to every person with money mm-hmm. just to get where he needed to be. Yep. And by the time he got to where he wanted to be, he was so sold out that he yep. could not be that himself he anymore. He couldn't stand himself. Yep. I Absolutely. just made a better movie. I just made a better speech uh, of the menu than the movie The Menu. You did. Uh, but let's listen to this. I Man, so there's a podcast <laughs> called Dumb People Town. I'm going to give them credit for so this. So Shark they, doesn't they... know about this article? Shark no. does not know oh, about this article. Shark, 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 Shark. Are you ready to so hear this the article. title of the article? Let me lay this on you real, real quick. Because while you guys were okay. talking about all that stuff, I was just scrolling the internet here. And I found a savory and cheesy hot sauce. So they have figured out a way to combine cheese sauce and hot sauce, fellas. I mean, a couple of weeks ago we had what, what, what uh, fusion, fission, fusion, 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 and and fusion, now fusion. I'm reading about cheese and hot sauce, fellas. This is progress. I, flying cars are around the corner. They are around the corner. I am telling you. Happy days are here again. <laughs> is so it, let, is it, but, uh, but, but, 
isn't hot cheese sauce has been a thing for a long time? I don't. I think like you make your own at home, of course. But I don't know if no, I. No, you. It, it's been. You can buy it in a jar. For, since like the early '80s. I don't think like this, man. I don't, I don't like this. Well, I mean, this, this isn't none, none of that gas station stuff where it's like pro- I'm processed happy cheese happy. food. Sh- with, uh, uh, Eastwood and I are getting ready to piss on your minute. parade, pun intended. <laughs> listen, listen to this. So, freshly grated Parmesan and garlic cheesy hot sauce. Okay. I, you tell me that's been done before. Yeah, probably. Uh, probably. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking I think probably. I did it last night, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I made. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, ooh, you made, made it on your own, mushroom. but I mean, you didn't have I the made convenience of buying it at the uh, store. I made a lovely stir-fry mushroom and rice, and then I uh, stir-fried the, uh, the, the the rice in the actual mushroom sauce. Oh, my God. It was delicious. A little parm on top, a little hot sauce. <laughs> Cheese, good stuff. Cheese on yeah on Chinese. Ab- absolutely, no, it's not Chinese. Stir just because you have stir fry doesn't mean it's Chinese. Asian have to be Chinese at all. Well, don't no. you don't you have a, like an Asian flavor palette going on there if you're doing a stir fry? Mm, no, a little bit of aminos. I mean, you're not making so cheeseburgers in there. You could, you could. Ex- I guess you could think that the aminos. <laughs> you ain't breaking out the walk and like, hey, who wants a double? <laughs> you know, yeah, but I don't have pasta going you're, in your walk. You're, uh, I mean, you're stir frying something. You don't have a little teriyaki no, and yeah, some well, whatever first of all, Asian seasonings. You, first use. of all, you don't have to have a you don't have to have a wok to stir fry. First of all, that's a eighty. That's a notion from the late eighties. And uh, secondly, you're confusing cooking technique with cultural food. Okay, well, uh, well, if equipment do does not define stir fry and flavor does not define stir fry and technique does not define stir fry, I mean, is it just like <laughs> microwave? And I mean, is it just a generic term for cooking? I mean, like when I made no, a burrito the a, other night, was a, I stir fry? It's frying? a very particular. Uh, it's well, you got to stir it for one thing. Okay, so like when I make pancakes, then am I is that stir fry or baking a cake? Is no, because you can't stir it once it hits the uh, griddle there. You All right, don't chili then. Chili would be stir fry or spaghetti sauce, for example. No, because you're not uh, you're not you're I'm not stirring, stirring that there. Oh sure, I'm stirring them the whole time, man. I'm no, cooking them for hours. Stir. Uh, here's them. your here's your difference. Mm-hmm. Super hot flame. Mm-hmm. Bam! You got you got to you got to jack that flame up. Yeah. What defines stir fry? Ingredient- what are the what are what are the minimum attributes to have a stir fry? Super hot. Oh, here you go. Here, okay. here it is. Okay. Super hot flame, oil. Super hot flame, oil, vegetables, stir. That's stir fry. Okay. And I don't so, even know if the vegetables are part of it. Honestly. All right. So just so just so just, so just oil and a and a hot flame then. Uh, more or less. So yeah. you could cook, stir. you could cook no, I, cheeseburgers if you're willing to stir them. Sure, <clears throat> you could <laughs> if you want to stir them up. Put the cheese on after. Well, have That's lo- what have I did. Lo- loose meat, loose meat. So no, the only flavor you're getting really are the <laughs> delicious flavors of all the vegetables. You're getting the onion. You're getting the garlic. You know, all of a sudden, I'm reminded the peppers, of a 1977 the episode the salt. from the fifth season of <laughs> Happy Days, where Fonzie <laughs> jumps the shark. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is our bed all, all downhill from here, fellas. All downhill. I think it might be. Speaking well, of, well, the I appreciate show. the education. 
We're out of time. <laughs> Delicious stir fry. I don't even know oh, why I was talking even about stir fry. are not going to get to know our article. <laughs> nope. Sorry, radio listeners. We I tried to, to get to it. We, we tried to get. We could cuss now at least during this article because it needs to happen. Oh, I wanted to talk about so many other things. Ah, maybe next time. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We shall see you next time. But we're gonna. Yeah, we got to read this article for the podcast. <laughs> see you later. All right. Are you gonna set this up, or do you want me to drop the title? Oh, I this I will I will give credit to Dumb People Town. It's a podcast I listen to, and they thrive on uh, stories of dumb news. This one, I just it, I don't know something about it. Just the the guy. Like if you've ever thought you've had a grudge against yeah, somebody, yeah. and maybe you've held it too long, and like ah, just the this story was insane to me. And the fact that it's still going, just go ahead. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. So, yeah. Here's the title of the article, Shark, and then we can just jump right in. Man with 48-year grudge caught peeing on ex-wife's grave every day by her kids. Okay. 48-year grudge. I, I haven't been alive here that long. <laughs> I'm still four. I just can you imagine having a grudge? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I just turned gr- weeks ago. Um, yeah, if you read, <laughs> you'd be this like shark, you're having a grudge against your baby. Dude, there's pictures of him peeing on the grave. Like I'm watching. I'm looking at this right now. He and he would and so also, for some reason this this seems unreasonable to you. And he would also shit in a bag and throw the bag out mm-hmm. on the grave from time to time. So well, he, I was gonna say, yeah, the, he he's been doing this um, for years. Showing right. up every day Wait. within a ten minute range of like six ten to six twenty four or something, right? And getting out and pissing all over this woman's grave while his new wife, <laughs> current wife, sits in the car and watches him. So here's the oh, way, well, that's yeah. the crazy part to me. Okay, is the new wife is in the car. He does it every morning from what was it six fourteen yeah, to six eighteen. Like he's got a tight window. There's a four minute window that he does this. He's got Every day, he's like a spy with a drop. So, like, what is how do we know that? How do we know that's window. not what it is? <laughs> Maybe, like, you know, one day he doesn't show up. Maybe he shows up at six seventeen. It means this thing. If he shows up at six fifteen, the shark. He was briefly married to this woman in the 1970s. Briefly, is it briefly? this is a quote from the article. Briefly married to briefly. this woman. In the 1970s, and he shows up every day to piss on her grave. Now look, I'm gonna throw out a, I'm gonna throw out some um, some gender, um, what what's the term I'm looking for? I'm gonna be gender biased here. Okay, mm-hmm. you don't, you will never read a story about a woman going and doing this. <laughs> Ever. Well, I don't think you can go there. Not unless though. she's <laughs> but you're mentally uh, unstable. I but I don't think you can go there, though. I mean, that's that. Remember, there's that astronaut who wore the diaper and all that stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, I, I, yeah, I, but this I think is the bottom line. I don't day. think we need to. Yeah, think yeah, yeah. About I, the, get uh, I get it. But think about the, the uh, commitment. People are nuts. Think about is, the, is, I think, yeah, is the. Yeah, dedication, no doubt. No doubt. Right. Think about lining your toilet with. A plastic bag every morning. <laughs> the ceremony of shitting and in a taking bag a shit day. in it. Oh, I thought the poop Tying was just up. occasional. I mean, yeah, he's throwing bags of poop. Oh, okay, that's not okay. To, to once a week, once it. a week, and drinking then, a big thing of coffee, and then being like, "Hey, honey, 
You want to go <laughs> piss on my ass? You know, I, I feel like there's a question that we're not asking here, though. So this so this happened over 48, yeah, 48 or 49 years? No, 48 no, no, years. No, 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 no. Okay, she died. But it's only been happening she, for yeah, five years. She died what, in 2017, and it's basically been happening since 2017 as far as I can tell. Okay, so yes. <clears throat> so what's that? What happened? Five years? We're going on six years, but yes. All right, six, six years, years. Six years. So it took somebody six years to catch a dude who was doing the exact same thing every single day at the same time. Without okay, so well, it's here's, early. Yeah, it's early. Six fourteen. He's showing up there. Care if it's early in the morning? Who cares? I stick up a trail camera. You know what I mean? That's in other words, that's I, what I, they did. They, that's how they well, caught him, Shark. So, so what genius the didn't they, think of that in 2017? You, I mean, literally, how many years have to go by? It's like, okay, hey, hey, is anybody the that daughter, no, listen? It's like, has anybody got any ideas on how to catch this this guy who's pooping on the grave every morning? Nope. Hang no, none, none. They thought it was a dog. They thought it was a dog. They thought dog walkers walked there, there, and they put dog shit down dropping there. it and being a jerk. All right, they well, either police way. So you want to catch that? Yeah. Stop it. No, they and the police. That's what I'm talking about. Police right. Do anything with it. There they, you go. No, nope. that's what I'm. There's my point. Therein lies my point. Okay, what's your point? Now you, you just made it. You just said it. What did you? What was the last word you just said? The police, the police didn't, didn't. There you go. That's my okay. Point. But that doesn't yeah. let this man off for holding a grudge for forty-eight. No, forty-eight years. No, <laughs> like, no I get yeah, that. Right. No, I see. It. I think you guys are framing this this thing wrong. Now that I know that he's only been doing it for five years, that obviously yes, it's still excessive. <laughs> but you know, the fact is, is I, so. What's this guy supposed to do? Like go get mental health treatment or go to therapy or something like that? <laughs> Hell no, man. Well, you know, you, uh, he hadn't had the opportunity to express himself for that long. So once he got the opportunity to express himself, he did so. So, I mean, you know. Rob, were you up? Uh, I think it's mitigated to some degree. The, the best thing I like about about this story is, will you please read some of the quotes from the son yes. and daughter? Because that's what makes this article yeah, so uh, interesting to me. Here's, here's one of here's the, the first son and daughter's quotes. Yeah. So here's... Here's the son's first quote of the article. I felt like getting out and killing him <laughs> when they saw him doing it. They finally they set up the cameras. Keep, keep and they in set mind, this sting. takes place somewhere right outside of New York. So yeah. picture everybody with a fucking New York accent. Yeah. <laughs> Orange Town, New York. Um, fucking hey, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. All right, here we go. Here, here's what the son says. I can't get my wife to go out to dinner, but this guy gets his wife to go along and for him to desecrate my mom's remains every morning. <laughs> this fucking bitch I'm married to is too fucking lazy to even go out and eat. That's the part that that killed oh me. My is God. The fact that he takes a turn and starts talking <laughs> about his marriage. Just swiping his fucking wife my... in the middle of all this shit. Just take a big old swipe, yeah. buddy. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I can't even get my wife. Well, bitch, you should have gone to fucking dinner once in a while. <laughs> yeah, oh. My wife's a bitch, and she wouldn't even do this. Um, yeah, right. Okay. Can't even get my own wife to go out and eat with me over here. This fella's getting <laughs> no, his wife to come not, shit not on my mama's grave. No, listen to this, Shark. This is the one where I lost it. I, I'm so glad the article was as close to being over as possible because I couldn't handle it. I don't know if the man owns a dog. Or is shitting in a bag himself, or he's getting some dog shit. All I know is he's using my mother's grave as his toilet every morning. Toilet. <laughs> as horrible as that, that was, so I couldn't. Horrible. I lost I mean, it. The fact he had something is this dog shit. 
Is he getting like? <laughs> it totally reminded me of like a mockumentary of the. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's exactly what I thought. Was what I read that was I pictured the guy being like. I don't know if it's dog shit. <laughs> well, it kind of sounds like the guy needs to. Either way, he's using my mom's grave as a toilet. But he's using my mother's grave as a toilet every morning. Kind of sounds like he needs some fiber. I mean, if your shit can be confused with dog shit for five years, that's true. I mean, at some point, you gotta spit out a nice log that's like you know human sized. Shark, I'm getting ready to send you and Joe the picture from the article of the dude pissing on the grave. <laughs> you got to see this, dude. This is what I'm looking at while I'm talking to you guys. I can't make out his shirt. Quite like his shirt. I don't know either. Or that picture. Yeah, it's. I, I don't know what it is. It's got a bunch of writing. I'd love to know what it is. Wouldn't it be great there if it is. was like Make Love, Not War or something? But yeah, it's. It, look at that. <laughs> why, hey, why is this, why does it say uh, stock photo? <laughs> oh my God. I saw a different picture. It was much blurrier, and you could see writing on his shirt. Oh, I can, it was I from can the show trail. you. Hang on. Let me see. This, this <laughs> it one, was dude, from the trail cam. Uh, yeah, I've got that, but you, this is the sun posting with the grave that's been pissed and shit on. <laughs> I think this guy, this poor bastard, has to see this. It was horrible. I don't want to laugh at the poor guy because no. I'd be pissed off. I'd have beat the guy up. Oh, there he is. <laughs> now, I think this is the picture you're talking about, East, so let me send it to you. Oh, this guy. <laughs> it's a great thing. He's mad. The only thing that would make He's it bad is if there was a bag of shit on the grave. <laughs> so we can really see the problem. <laughs> Just look this article up if you're listening at home. Oh my God. <laughs> this guy's picture with the grave. He's got a New York Yankee flag above her. Oh boy, he's got turned. Turns out he's a fucking socks guy. I don't even know what that giant medallion is, but this is. Uh, this turns is out the guy's just a big Boston. has been pissed on. <laughs> like, come on, man. Oh. <laughs> uh. Wow. I can't even get my wife to go to dinner with me. This guy is bringing his wife to come desecrate on my mom's grave. Treat her like a toilet. <laughs> Every morning. <laughs> Every morning, this guy is making a toilet out of my mom. Every morning, this guy comes uh, in like my mom's grave is the piece of do. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, T, you see this guy over here? Every morning, he comes and pisses on his <laughs> <laughs> they call it defecating tea. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did we have a shark? I haven't heard anything from shark in a minute. No, I'm, I'm beside myself. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm like at a total loss. Um, you know, I tried to tried to bring some humor into it, but you know, this is one of the like you don't need to make nothing up here. Um, yeah, the, it just writes itself. And, and then I kind of felt guilty about it, and I, and so I started contemplating that a little bit. Um, yeah, that, that whole thing. Where the hell did you find that at? That podcast I told you were talking about. Yeah, it's always a podcast called Dumb People Town. Oh, That's their specialty. Oh, okay, okay. They, uh, they do articles of uh, dumb activity in the world. 
So, well, they found uh, it. But yeah, we are we are so out of time. That was uh, that was funny. <laughs> um, so we'll hey try to watch the uh, the Banshees of Inisherin if you can. Have you watched the other big contender? Every everything everywhere all no, at once. No, that's coming. She won nope. last night too. Oh man, it is so good. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was going to happen. It's, it's and once we finished Sharp Objects, and I told her more about True Detective, she wanted to watch it. And then, like I said, we we watched five episodes of that. So nice. it is. It's next well, on the list. Get to it, my friend. And have you ever watched The Beach Bum? I think I asked both of you if you had ever watched The Beach Bum. If you'd gotten around to no. it. No. Beach Bum. No. Uh, okay. Uh, sometime if you can try Beach it. I'm bum. not telling you. Hmm. I'm not telling you it's wonderful, but I. I watch it uh, in the. I put it on a lot, <laughs> and it's a movie that's utterly pointless. It's just a a movie about Moon uh, he, it, Yes, it's it's a hedonistic ride. Uh, is that, is that Matthew McConaughey? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, is that Snoop? Yeah, oh, Snoop no. is in it playing. A, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, 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 it's, wow, it's utterly. Wow, Jimmy Buffett's in it, Shark. Yes, Jimmy Buffett plays himself oh, no in it. Like he is in the movie. Very cool. Um, if you want to see McConaughey just be a monster, a drug monster, <laughs> and just try to enjoy life to the fullest, but also like wreck every every other life in his own <laughs> at the same time. What can I watch it's, this on? It's on. Uh, I believe it's on HBO Max. HBO or it was Max. anyway. I don't... There it is. HBO Max. <laughs> it was. I don't know if it is. I own it. Of uh, uh, because it's a it's a fun watch. It's not quite. You know, I'm not. Don't. It's not inherent vice or or Lebowski rewatchable of of like of of that type of movie. But it's very very rewatchable in just the sense that if you want to see McConaughey just be what you think he wants to be. Yeah. For an hour and a half, it's the movie for you. Okay, yeah, it's we on put HBO it on Max. All the time. I see that it's got a hell of a cast. Yes, it does. There is a part right towards the end, about two thirds the way through it, where it does not know what it wants to be, and it comes kind of laughably not good. Okay, um, just for like ten minutes. Uh, it's the part where right when after Zac Efron shows up, and <laughs> uh-huh. literally when, when that ha- when that happens. Just skip forward about 15 minutes, <laughs> okay. and you'll be fine. Uh, I've watched it enough to know that like that's the part of the movie that you don't need to see. It's like his down and out as most part of the movie. Okay. But don't expect an arc um, or anything to necessarily happen story-wise. Okay. It is just it's it's just a pure hedonist, hedonistic trip it's just a pleasure ride full of debauchery and, and horrible living okay <laughs> but right up my alley by the way uh still on air i guess here no we we hung up didn't we no we don't we're no. still going no uh, we're still going i finally we uh i finally i watched that white noise or i tried to watch white noise for you rob okay um and that's not a knock on the movie i uh, i just couldn't make it through uh <laughs> make it through it it's tough. Sounds like it's a knock on the knock on the movie. Um, I really enjoyed the beginning of it. It started out so strong, yeah, and so so promising. Um, but by the time they make it back home from the airborne toxic event, yes, and he thinks he's sick, and they find out about the affair. Yep, 
it just lost all of its steam for me, and I could not. Right. Like I said, I'm going to finish it. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm done yeah. with it. I'm going to finish it. Well, I just at the time it, yeah, lo it lost its really luster on me. I really want to know what you think of the ending because they chose a very different okay. ending than the book. Ah. Ah, okay. I, I, parts of it I enjoyed. It was very stiff at the beginning. Oh, I, I think it sure is in the novel, was... too, because, like, these people okay. all take themselves if... incredibly serious, and they're almost robotic, yeah. and there's nothing yes. going on. Like, that it felt kitchen like a scene play. where there's, like, 27 things being said and nobody's listening. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. total. That's the novel. That's everything. Yes. Well, I understand why they got him, uh, what's his name, Neil... Bombach. Um, I understand why they got him. He loves Robert Altman. Right. And Robert Altman and now Neil Bombach, his thing is let's put a bunch of people in the room and have them talking over each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't like in a movie. I don't want a bunch of people talking over it. That's real life. And you know how I feel about real life in movies. <laughs> That's right. I want my dialogue to be separate. <laughs> I want people to stop talking and the next guy talks. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> sounds really, sounds stupid to say out loud. <clears throat> but I understand why he kind of chose this, I think. That's his thing, and it seems to be the movie's thing as well. I got it. I mean, it, uh, it, is the book just everyone's scared of death? and, and It's like or, everybody uh, is, is... Consumerism's, like, yeah, consumerism, replace spiritualism, basically? Surface. Nobody really wants to go deeper, looks deeper, has yeah. any depth. And, yeah. and consumerism controls everything. That's our answer. And he to everything. is. Yeah, I was gonna say he's he's controlled by fear. I thought with fear yes. controls and pretty so much that's everything. The first everyone does human emotion. Yeah, yeah, that has. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I, I enjoyed parts of it. It was uh, parts of the airborne toxic really drug for me. Yeah. Where I, I was like, just please get on. With this. It was one of those where I clicked how much time was left, and I was like, are you kidding me? I often, I thought a couple times, Shark needs to watch this if I watched it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, uh, it is. It's an experiment in film. I'll give it that. It's part like yeah, art it's, film. It's part. one of those things. Like I said, they say is unfilmable, and they're like, we're gonna try it anyway. I get it. And I, respect I get why. That. Yeah. Sure. I do too. And uh, good for Netflix for trying, I guess. You know what I mean? Right. How else would this have got made? I don't think any studio would have uh, taken a chance on the movie. I guess maybe after everything, everywhere, all at once was a hit. Maybe people were like, okay. Right. People like this weird, weird stuff. I don't know. Hey, but we are really out of time. I got to go, and uh, uh, I was gonna see what do you guys? What can we? I need you guys probably. I'm guessing you didn't, you didn't watch the Raid Two on Netflix. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> no. I was thinking there was a movie we could watch um, for next week. I'll just say Rob should watch the Banshees of Insure, and that'll be all. All right, everyone. I'll <laughs> see you next time, and I'll be talking like this. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Later, everyone. Adios.